It's a quiz bowl cast, episode 32i, ask two, round nine between the sharks and the cast of elves. Uh, okay, so the theme of this packet is mini mysteries. The packet consists of four separate mystery themes. These themes will be revealed in toss-ups 5, 10, 15, and 20. Bonuses are linked, meaning that the moderator should read bonus 2 after a team answers toss-up 2, even if toss-up 1 was not converted. If the team lames a bonus, the moderator will read from bonus 21 or bonus 22, which have nothing to do with any of the themes. Lamed bonuses cannot be saved in this round. So you can't save a bonus in this round. All right, so toss-up 1. The video for this song includes shots at a mall, skate park, and future dogs, and also opens with a girl at a birthday party seeing a heart written in the sky for her. B-sides appearing on various versions of its single include Love is a Long Road and Down the Line, and was performed in a duet with Axl Rose at the six VMAs along with Heartbreak Hotel. The singer of this song, co-written and produced by Jeff Lynne, mentions how he wants to leave the world for a while and also talks about vampires walking through the valley. Its notable introduction talks about a girl who is fond of America, horses, and Elvis, appearing as free falling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your bonus. Identify the following about a certain actor for 10 points each. For some reason, he appeared in Welcome Home Roscoe Jenkins as Papa Jenkins, a far cry from voicing Mufasa in The Lion King. James Earl Jones. Jones also played Mr. Myrtle, the owner of the Vicious the Beasts in uh, this film. The kids find out that he's not so bad once Benny has to retrieve his stepdad's autographed Babe Ruth ball from his backyard. The Sandlot. Jones co-starred with Sidney Poitier in this 1977 film, A Piece of the Action. Earlier, this actor had co-starred with Poitier in Uptown Saturday Night and Let's Do It Again. William Marshall. Uh, Bill Cosby. 20 points. Toss up two. If you listen to the podcast about the show principally set here, you might have heard an interview uh, with director Stephen Scanny on the show's prodigal son, musician Jacob Epstein. Other characters in a show set here include Griffin, who is HIV positive but rejects the advances of Marco, and Ashley, who gets pissed off at her dad for being gay after he returns from Europe. Trips away from here have included a special episode to Kenya, but it was the setting of a 2007 spoof of Dawn of the Dead, where Manny wonders uh, if it matters whether pictures of her topless are posted online because there's no one left alive. Alanis set memorably guest starred here along with Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith in an episode set here for the oh, um New Jersey no Uh, in episodes for the filming of Jay and Silent Bob Go Canadian A, for 10 points, identify this educational institution, the namesake of a next generation series about Canadian teenagers. DeGrasse? Yeah. Uh, identify the following about a certain song for 10 points each. The singer mentions that he will shine the old brown shoes and put on a brand new shirt in order to have the title action performed in this chip, uh, cheap trick song. The singer also asks, didn't I, didn't I, didn't I see you crying and says, I need you to need me. I want you to want me. One group to cover I Want You to Want Me was Girlicious, essentially the successor to this group. The current members of this Robin Anton created group include Ashley Roberts and Kimberly Wyatt. Answer? Yeah. I Want You to Want Me also appeared in this artist's 2005 album, A Little More Personal. With it, this artist produced some mildly successful hits like Confessions of a Broken Heart. Answer? Lindsay Lohan. 20 points. Toss up three. 
A website devoted to protecting this contains real stories from people like John Lethia in Greenbelt, Maryland, and cites studies from monitoring the future for maintaining this project. At its actual website, you can play games like Applesauce Hop, inspired uh, by a statement about the risks of applesauce in abundance. It has placed advertisements and urinals about the urea content in its main antagonist, and it gained some criticism for its harsh stance on the motos behind the product placement in the Muppet movies. One of the, their advertisements wonders whether a 5 million death figure was a typo, and another laid 1,200 body bags on a New York City sidewalk. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> Bonus. Identify these help from Trash Lit's past for 10 points each. This PG Woodhouse character has appeared in stories like Joy in the Morning and of the Man with Two Left Feet. He is commonly misidentified as being a butler. Yeah, in some continuities, this butler was originally an actor in Britain, while in other, others he was sent to serve by uh, the dying wish of his father Jarvis. He's also the father of Julia Remark and helped keep order during the No Man's Land crisis in a town with police co commissioner James Gordon. Oh, Uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, Wintergreen was sometimes the butler to Deathstroke, an enemy of this group, namesakes of a TV series. Their ranks include Starfire and Raven. Oh, Teen Titans. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was 30, sorry. Tell us before. He appeared with fine young Cam cannibals on an episode of SNL where he was also where he also went fishing with the anal retentive sportsman and Goldfinger's song about this man claims that he's the only man I'd have sex with for time he co-owned the Toronto Argonauts with John Candy and his namesake 3D sports game was the first four player game for the N64 released in the United States a statue of him shows him hoisting a trophy above his head and it's located at the Rexel place he is he was the second to last WHA player to be actively playing in the NHL behind former Oilers teammate Mark Messier Wayne Gretzky yep Identify some of these celebrities who also happen to be animal rights activists for 10 points each. Rush Limbaugh's hilariously used tracks, hilariously used tracks from this techno artist's play before someone told him that this guy was an ultra lefty and a vegan. Eminem famously called him out, called him out since no one apparently likes his music. His entire his entry in the PETA celebrity cookbook states, I like vegetarian food because it is delicious, gives me energy, and allows me to maintain a healthy lifestyle. You probably know him better for his namesake talk show and commercials for the Partnership for Prescription Assistance. Answer? Montel Williams. He offered up a vegan grocery list for the same cookbook and also was nominated for an Oscar for playing Arthur Hoggett, who memorably said, that'll do, pig, that'll do, and didn't kill Babe. Answer? This is James Cromwell. Ten points. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, us five. This band spoofed the introduction to Tom Petty's Free Falling with her B-side What Proud and Stupid, a song which appeared with Degrassi Junior High Dropouts and a cover of Concrete Blonde's True on the album Where Quantity is Job Number One. The flagship band of G7 Welcoming Committee Records, one of their albums was originally uh, was the original appearance of a song that mentions P.G. Woodhouse novels in a telephone, a song called Anchorless, penned by former bassist John K. Sampson. One of their songs mentions how Jesus saves and Gretzky scores, a song called Resisting Tyrannical Governments from their album Less Talk, More Rock, also known for songs like... Free Spot. No. Uh, also known for songs like Hallie Selassie, Up Your Ass, and Ska Sucks, for 10 points, I didn't know this radical Canadian punk band who derived part of their name from an Indian independence leader. 
Gandhi revolution. It's propagandi. Toss up six. Uh, this actor's cameos include Dr. Kinney on Veronica Mars and Dr. Stein on Arrested Development. He released a crappy comedic album with his wife that parodies the title of Leonard Nimoy's memoir, I Am Not Spock, and he also released an all-singing album called Two Lips, The Lost Album in 2000. He physically starred as Aaron Spelling in a 2004 film about the making of Charlie's Angels, and when Robin Williams didn't fill the role, he voiced Genie from Disney's Aladdin. On his most well-known show, he has contributed his writing talents to episodes like Gump Roast and... Dan Castellaneta. Yep. Uh, so bonus six. Name some of these things about cows in popular culture for ten points each. This chicken franchise, known for closing on Sundays. Kevin James played Otis, a male cow, in this kind of crappy 2006 animated film by Nickelodeon. Wanda Sykes. Yeah, cows can be seen grazing in the background of this stage in the Mushroom Cup in Mario Kart 64. It's also uh, got the. Yeah, thirty. Toss-up seven. A collective of people by this name, founded by a Mr. Andreas, tries to arrange a namesake, namesake meets to break a world record for gathering the most people in one place under the same name. A dog with this name is known for a circle around his eye and appears as the pop in the Little Rascal films. Spot. No. Uh, the brewing company with this name, founded by a Mr. Slawsberg, produces Wonderless Cream Ale that are probably better known for their Wicked Ale. And it is the first name of a drummer who was replaced shortly after recording the original version of Love Me Do, a certain Mr. Best. For 10 points, give this... Pete. Yeah. Uh, let's find out what the wacky Ben Stein has been up to. Uh, answer some questions about him for 10 points each. Stein co-wrote and starred in this recent documentary about how big science is keeping intelligent design down. Expelled. Yeah, when Ben Stein appeared on The Man Show, he served as a professor for a university for these women, known for jumping up and down on trampolines at the end of the show. Juggies. Yeah, if you believe Wikipedia, Ben Stein loves chicken at KFC and also hosted this VH1 reality show, whose sole winner, winner so far was VJ Logan. Answer. This is America's most smartest model. 20 points there. Toss up eight. This team owns the rights to Nebraska standout Benson Hamilton, who is currently playing for Real Madrid, while lackluster coaches for this club in the 80s included Tom Nisalki and Del Harris. Their alleged race to the bottom of the standings in 1983 resulted in the NBA instituting the lottery draft system, but a losing record didn't stop players like Billy Paltz and Robert Reed from getting them to the finals in 1981. During the last offseason, this team, currently owned by Les Alexander, traded away Vasilis uh, Spanolis to the Spurs. This team's 1977-78 season was punctuated by their player Rudy Tom Jonathan Houston Rockets. Yep. Yeah. That was like the hardest toss up in the tournament, by the way. <laughs> Identify some of these Dilbert characters for 10 points each. He has occasionally taken over the world and has alter egos that parody Nostradamus and see him as this guy rules over heck and darns people to that location thanks to which pitch spoon. Phil thanks the Prince of Heck. Phil. Yeah, the Prince of Insufficient Light is his subtitle. Yeah. Uh, along with his wife Dawn and son Rex, this character was found behind the couch once Dilbert realized that dinosaurs couldn't possibly be extinct. He's pretty good at giving wedgies. Oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Answer. The pointy-haired boss. Bob the dinosaur. 20 points. 
2009. Olin Holland's final role was becoming the first victim of the chief antagonist in this film, while his campy sequel involved Chester returning with the title creature from the North Pole. A festival celebrating this movie will be held in July at the Colonial Theater in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, where a notable scene in this film takes place. It had a working title of The Molten Meteor, and the main... The Blob. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. Thank you. I see them. I love them. <laughs> Um, its soundtrack contained an adaptation of Night on Bald Mountain titled Night on Disco Mountain for 10 points each named the seminal disco soundtrack to a film featuring John Travolta and a lot of music from the Bee Gees besides Staying Alive and Night Fever the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack also featured this Bee Gees song credited with ushering in a comeback for the group My Child is Going to Take Away My Energy by doing the title action which includes Telling Me Lies Lies Answer uh, jive talking. Uh, the soundtrack also contained the track Boogie Shoes by this band, who also recorded the similarly titled I'm Your Boogeyman, better known song, better known as a song whose lyrics consist almost entirely of derivations on shaking your booty. Oh, okay. Casey. Uh, Casey and Sunshine. 20 points. Oh. I almost thought it was a Travis, but they only did this Toss up 10. Ben Song guest starred on his animated show, where he was voiced by Dan Castellaneta and appeared with characters like Hench Rat the Evil and Evil the Cat. He made a cameo in Clay Fighter 63 and a third, where he fought with characters like the Blob. Uh, the Birds and the Bees was to be a level in a canceled PSP game starring him, while a Game Boy Color game he appeared in was subtitled Menace to the Galaxy. This lover of Princess What's Her Name battles Bob the Killer Goldfish and Queen Slug for a butt. In his first appearance, he goes through levels like... Yeah. In some ways, Earthworm Jim's grossed-out scenes were a precursor to much more discussing online phenomenons. Answer some questions about them for ten points each. Oh. Insanely discussing things transpire when the title figures drink from the title object in this trailer to the film Hungry Bitches. Yeah. Oh. Two girls, one cup. One of the many reaction videos to Two Girls, One Cup is by this Fear Factor host recalling in horror despite admitting to having seen a guy getting fucked to death by a horse. Riley. This is Joe Rogan. Another popular Two Girls, One Cup reaction video sees this character disturbingly get out some Vaseline after feigning disgust. He also hosted a variety show co-starring Janice, Camilla, and Link Hogthrob. Flavor Flav. Kermit the Frog. Oh, Ten shit. points. <laughs> Anyone ever played Burger Man? Uh, yeah. I think I played that once. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. 130 to 125. That deserves a shit. Do you remember Nerf Form <laughs> All right, so we're on toss of 11. A cookbook published for this character included recipes for holidays such as uh, Groundhog's Day, which included the green green beans of home and Miss Pringle's cheese potatoes. She carries an old feud with the Bodkin family and was once set up on a date with a movie studio executive, Mr. Cavanaugh. She is almost driven to leave her home after being told not to cut the Clyburn's hair to heal him, but all ends well and she ends up celebrating a Possum Day parade. In a first season episode, she conjures up a love potion to attract the attention of Sonny Drysdale for one of her relatives. In another instance, she tried to hook up with... Uh, she she tried to hook up the widow poke with Jed, and this mountain doctor's rocker can be seen tied to the top of a Grapes of Wrath-style car in her series intro sequence. Played by Irene Ryan, for 10 points, I don't know this matriarch of the Clampett family on Beverly Hillbillies, usually referred to her uh, by her relation to Jed. Granny? Yeah. Jed's the only guy uh, names of these martial arts for 10 points each. Probably the most famous form of martial arts in the United States. Practitioners of this discipline include John claude Van Damme with his uh, Shotokan style. Karate? Karate? 
Yeah, Japanese for Way of the Sword, this form of fencing is still mandatory in many Japanese high schools and involves the use of shinai and uwagi. Like kendo, this gentle art also derives from samurai warfare. It primarily involves throws and holds, and a Brazilian form was developed by Mitsuyo Maeda. The Denzan Ryu school is one of the most popular schools in the U.S. Bushido. Jiu-jitsu. 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 20 points. Uh, 2012. A 1996 movie with this name as its title starring Palmer Lee Todd and Tina Rodrigo was described as a really boring adult movie by an IMDb user. One version of this game is sometimes named for Theodore Roosevelt or Napoleon, but is more commonly called 40 Thieves. Frog is a variant that involves two decks and is very similar to Puss in the Corner. Finding the Queen of Diamonds when playing this game would set off a trigger for Raymond and the Manchurian Candidate, leading to the memorable quotes... Solitaire? Yep. Yeah. Why don't you try and pass the time with a game of this? Uh, it opens by stating, "Please allow myself to uh, please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste." For ten points each. Yeah. Uh, for the follow-up to Beggar's Banquet, Let It Bleed, the Rolling Stones recorded this enduring track, which mentions, I sung my song to Mr. Jimmy, yeah, and he said one word to me, and that was dead. Its chorus mentions, you might just get what you need. Can't always get what you want. Yeah. Following Symphony for the Devil on Beggar's Banquet is this track, which entreats the listener to take me to the station and put me on a train. If you're a Johnny Cash fan, you might have heard this song covered on Gone Girl. 19th Nervous Breakdown. There's no expectations. 20 points. Toss up 13. Uh, Jerry Freiberg is widely considered the father of this program, and a Mr. Show parody of this for the Please Don't Kill Me episode of Doc, uh, was hosted by Dr. X, who was blackmailing the planet to not blow it up. For a number of years, little brother David Hartman would conduct interviews for this program, and it grew out of events like its host's 1957 Thanksgiving party. WHEC-TV in Rochester is credited with inventing the local cutaway used in this program, and for many years, Ed McMahon would issue predictions before it started. Although it originated... No. Uh, although it originated on WNEW TV in New York, Canadian affiliates have sometimes been included as part of its love network on which it now airs. Recently, its results have been affected by Hurricanes Katrina and Francis interrupting the broadcasts and sapping donations. For 10 points, I know this annual event hosted on uh, the Labor Day weekend by Jerry. The NBA Telethon. Yeah. Uh, this 1989 sequel involves some evil South Africans smuggling golden Krugers into the United States for 10 points each. Name this movie that ends with uh, Aryan Rudd getting uh, shot in the head after yelling diplomatic immunity. Lethal Weapon 2. Starring alongside Mel Gibson in the Lethal Weapon franchise was this actor who played Sergeant Roger More recently, Glover has starred in this 2005 film as a Vietnam vet uh, named Jake who has been hiding out in a cabin since the end of the war. Shooter? Missing in America, 20 points. Because he wasn't shooting. But that was later. Toss of 14. In Cars, a character with this name was married to Lizzie and founded Radiator Springs. In England, this name is often used to describe any sort of utility knife. And on Three's Company, a character with this first name managed Jack Tripper's apartment before moving with his wife Helen Roper to his own spin off series. It is also the first name of Mr. Uh, one Mr. Yelnats, a character who befriends. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god, it's instantaneous. Oh, jeez. What was that? Balls. Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh.
Identify some of these things relating to a certain number in sports for 10 points each. The Best by the Numbers blog asserts that this Miami Dolphins Hall of Fame center for the 1972 team was the best athlete to wear number 62. You guys want it? I thought they take oh, wait. oh, right, yeah, you guys can't take it. So we go on to... Who was it? Uh, it was Langer, I think. Got easier. Uh, for 10 points each, identify these movies dealing with mental patients. In this Alfred Hitchcock film, Dr. Anthony Edwards, the new mental hospital director, is actually an imposter with amnesia who calls himself John Brown. I toss up at yesterday's tournament, I couldn't remember. Yes. His character Prot is sent to psychiatrist Jeff Bridges to be cured, be cured in K Pax, and other roles have seen him playing Lex Luthor in Superman Returns and Lester in American Beauty. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, this 1957 film, doctor, in this 1957 film, Dr. Curtis Luther discovers his patient's multiple personality disorder stem from the trauma of a family practice of kissing the recently departed. Kiss before dying. The Three Faces of Eve. 20 points. 20 points. It's also 15. Uh, one scene in this film involves reporting on a press conference given by Mayor Thompson, while another scene involves the main character getting excited about someone who can swallow his own face. Advertisements in it include a promotion for Strip Solitaire. Its soundtrack contains a cover of Symphony for the Devil and the Hot Rocks Polka, while the music video that accompanies this film makes reference to the Beverly Hillbillies and drew inspiration from Dire Straits song. UHF. Yep. Yeah. Uh, UHF. Uh, okay, so we're on bonus 15 for you guys. Answer some questions about some musical comedy acts that are not Weird Al for 10 points each. This New Zealand group has recorded songs like Robots and Inner City Pressure. They also have a namesake HBO show. You want to wait? We can blame if you want. Kyle dying. We'll land Okay, and I assume you guys knew that it was Flight of the Concords. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other parts were Dimitri Martin and Dr. Demento. All right, so your lands bonus is for 10 points each, identify some of these non-traditional Christmas songs. This 1952 Jimmy Body song was apparently banned in Boston because of the implications of adultery in its lyrics. The title event happened underneath the mistletoe last I night. Saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Recorded by John and Yoko and the Plastic Ono Band with uh, the Harlem Community Choir in 1971, it was originally an anti-Vietnam protest song. Sarah McLaughlin and a bunch of artists have since covered this song, which states another year over and a new one just begun. Christmas and a Happy New Year. Happy Xmas or the war is over. Uh, this band recorded Dig That Crazy Santa Claus for their Christmas album, Dig That Crazy Christmas. They gained their greatest radio success with a cover of a Louis Prima song for their The Dirty Boogie album. Brian Sets Orchestra? 20 points. Nice. Alright, it's 220 to 180 at 15 mark. Moving on to toss-up 16. This man's writing credits include teaming up with Ronald Bass for 1994's When a Man Loves a Woman, and he starred in the short-lived Late Line in the late 90s. Another, in another medium, his namesake show had him uh, sometimes playing BBC correspondent Nigel Chesley and also going on a Swing States tour. His lesser-known books include Why Not Me, and he adapted his uh, self-help character, who hosts the fictional Daily Affirmations, into a movie called Stewart Saves His Family. He was the subject of a lawsuit because he used the phrase fair and balanced to subtitle one of his books, while an earlier book addressed a certain big fat Idiot. For 10 points, I don't know this former Air America. Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so we're on bonus 16 for you guys. 
Identify some of these basketball players who had stints playing for the Harlem Globetrotters for 10 points each. This center played for the Globetrotters in 1958 and went on their tour of the Soviet Union before scoring 100 points in the game and sleeping with uh, uh, 10,000 women. Answer? Uh, Wilt the Still Chamberlain. Uh, another former Globetrotter is this current backup Knicks center. Earlier, he had a lackluster career with the Supersonics, and this big snacks player is also known for averaging a ridiculous 9.6 fouls for 48 minutes played. <laughs> Jerome Big Snacks James. Uh, this, uh, the Globetrotters website is sort of scarce on details, but this guy either played or coached for the team at some point. Now retired, he's way more famous for coaching players like Eddie Jones and Aaron McKee and getting uh, Nehemiah Ingram to break the arm of St. Joseph's John Bryant. Mm -hmm. John Cheney. Toss up 17. One of these in Budapest names a 1933 film about Zanny and Evie, while a 1963 film about a black one of these involved Michael Goh playing organ music to certain figures. A children's one names a New, York, uh, new Twilight Zone episode where Debbie leaves uh, her parents for a better couple. The 2007 overhyped Sundance film with this name examined the death of a Seattle man who was involved in a bestiality accident. A tycoon series about one of these and... Zoo. Yeah. Uh, is it scorpions in that question? Uh, no... What is that? They were not. Uh, identify the following about some musicians connected to late night television for 10 points each. When he's not touring with the boss and his Each Street band, this drummer anchors his namesake Seven on Late Night with Conan O'Brien. When Stephen Colbert was in Philadelphia covering the Pennsylvania primaries, Questlove played the drums as this group did the opening theme on one of the nights. This jazz influenced hip hop group recently released Rising Down. The Roots. Dickie Barrett, the former lead singer of this band, is the announcer on Jimmy Kimmel Live. With that band, he sang songs like A Jackknife to a Swan and Someday, I Suppose. Mighty Mighty Boston's. Oh! Uh, Alright, it's tied at 220 with three toss left. Three, right? Yeah. Plus 15. Like 50 billion other players, he has an Adidas sponsor, although more uniquely, this footballer also endorses Armani Jeans. A recovery after fracturing his vertebrae on a diving board led him to get on the Jesus train, and he recently exposed an undershirt which read, I belong to Jesus, after winning a league championship in 2007. He only played for 19 minutes against Costa Rica in his country's most recent World Cup win, and he sat out of the 2007 Copa America. With his professional club, he helped set up Filippo uh, Inzaghi's game-winning goal against Liverpool, and he was given European Football of the Year award for 2007. For 10 points, name this Brazilian-born AC Milan midfielder with a hilarious nickname. Yeah. Name some of these people who have appeared on Miller Lights Man Malls commercials for 10 points each. Uh, for the rule involving whether it's okay to follow your girlfriend on vacation, the man of the square table agreed that it was acceptable if it was this woman, the girlfriend of Ty Murray. She's known for songs like Foolish Games and You Were Meant for Me. Jewel. Yeah. One member of the table is Jerry uh, McBraith, the referee who ruled that a forward pass did not take place and that Dave Casper's fumble recovering the end zone counted as a touchdown in this 1978 victory for the Raiders over the Chargers. That's the holy roller. Uh, this comedian is also one of the men of the square table. He may have faked crashing Daniel Sedek's Ferrari and played Luther and the New Guy in TJ Hicks and the Deuce Bigelow movies. Eddie Griffin? Yeah. 20 points. I remembered Eddie Griffin. Yeah, it was the game after the Freezer Bowl. Oh, yeah. Earlier. Toss up 19. The Grey's Anatomy... 
the Grey's Anatomy episode with this name concerns Christina teaching, uh, treating Constance Ferguson, an inmate played by Rosanna Arquette who injured herself to escape solitary confinement. This song's, this song's black and white uh, video sees a man being dragged around by two other men while random color shots of bugs and other creatures are shown. A kid eats a note saying, you're dumped, and then gets, to, uh, gets girls to pose in bikinis for him in a casting studio in the video for a popular remix of the song by Max Graham. Near the beginning of the song, the singer proclaims, your every move you make, so the story goes, while later the listener is told to watch it now, the eagle in the sky. It opens by proclaiming, move yourself, and also asks you to shake yourself. Appearing on the album... Um, Owner of Only Heart? Yeah. Terrible song. <laughs> uh, in the sequel, this group go to Japan after defeating the Houston Toro in the previous film. For 10 points each, identify this mischievous Little League team, the namesake of a, of a 1976 movie starring Walter Matthau. The Bad News Bears. This actress plays Amanda in The Bad News Bears. Earlier, she won a Best Supporting Actress Oscar for playing Addie Logans in Paper Moon, making her the youngest person to win an Oscar. Sit. Yeah, math. Uh, Mathau played this character in the Bad News Bears. Although he begins the movie as a pool cleaner, he was earlier a minor league pitcher. Answer? No. Morris Buttermaker. Yeah, there's tie game going into the final toss up. Oh my god. Oh that's 20. On an episode of SNL, he yells at Al Franken and the rest of the writing staff for portraying him in a SlimFast ad alongside Idi Amin. He joined a league created by Harlem Globetrotters owner Abe Saperstein with his Cleveland Pipers team, and like Kaka, he signed a huge deal with Adidas in 1997 to be the brand for his team. He once called a press conference to describe an injury he allegedly received by fighting two Dodgers fans in an elevator. The television network he founded has aired movies like The Bad News Bears Go to Japan on Yogi in a Movie, and after learning that this man... Uh, paid Howie Spira $40,000 for dirt about Dave Winfield. Faye Vincent banned him from baseball for life in 1990. Oliver Platt portrayed this owner on the miniseries The Bronx is Burning. For 10 points, I didn't... George Steinbrenner? Yeah. Oh, yes, right. yes. I was too scared to buzz. Yeah, I'm like scared myself. Yeah, yeah like, I was like, okay, The Bronx is Burning. Uh, so George Steinbrenner is probably best known outside of baseball world for his guest appearance on Seinfeld. Answer some questions relating to that for 10 points each. An assistant to the traveling secretary, this Larry David-inspired character had frequent contact with Mr. Steinbrenner. George. George Costanza. George failed to get this Yankees player to a PBS fundraiser that Jerry was hosting because he tailed a car and thought he had given him the figure, uh, finger. He also appeared in the chaperone, and, uh, the chaperone and compared being traded from the Yanks to the A's as getting freed from prison. Uh, Danny Tartable. In the episode where Steinbrenner believes that George is working two jobs at the same time, Elaine helps Mr. Lippman open a bakery that specializes in selling well, this... Tough. Yeah. 20 <laughs> points. I love the Final score, Sharks 280, the Cast of Elves 250.